friends. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Fort Worth, Our Roots. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by GW District. Go to shopgwdistrict.com or go to the App Store. Pull up the GW District app. You're going to find 110 black-owned businesses listing their merchandise. You're also going to find uh, podcasts and services. Go to shopgwdistrict.com or use your app. So we did something a little different this episode. I've had this idea for a while, and... Uh, not to alarm you, we're not changing the scope of the show, but I thought we could add something in here. I wanted to find experts in their fields and bring them in on certain topics and kind of not to turn this into a news show, but we can take experts in their field and kind of apply them to each episode. Does that make sense? Okay, so we found Amy Joy Scarborough, and she is a educational uh, expert in the medical field. She's a doctor, not the medical type, but she's a doctor. And she has been recently uh, consulting with businesses and organizations and trying to get them uh, up to speed on what's going on with coronavirus. Yeah, and unfortunately, in some cases, it, it, you don't always want to be where the relevancy is, but I feel right. like... I'm making a difference in the trenches because there's a lot of misinformation out there about yes. the vaccination a lot. And now that there's three that they, that people can choose from, you know, you're starting to hear more and more because when it was just the Moderna, there was stuff out there, but now it's just, it's crazy. Some of the questions that we get and just even I get Corona questions and COVID questions from friends and family that people are telling them. And I still can't believe that they wouldn't just contact their healthcare provider. So that is, Amy Joy Scarborough, and she is an expert in Louisiana that has been helping people uh, kind of navigate industrially or with their organization how to handle best policies and procedures with coronavirus. And she is the guest for the next episode, and that is a clip from next week's episode. But I think it's going to be a great deal just finding people like Amy Joy and uh, energy kind of putting them into some of these episodes to to just kind of answer questions and 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 fill things out globally or internationally um just have experts also had the pleasure of speaking with nitu rishi she's a guest of ours from the original 10 episodes she's an author and uh just an all-around great person and i had the opportunity to meet with her and her husband in her home and do an episode a long time ago and we've picked up a lot of attention in India. When I say a lot, I mean it's people are listening, okay? <laughs> so anyway, there are names to, to uh, that I can't pronounce from India. And I wanted to shout out um, to our new listeners in India. So I called up Neetu and I, I said, hey, Ayana, help me out here. I, I can't pronounce these names. Hello. Neetu. Hi, Andrew. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm good. Awesome. Awesome. I'm uh, I'm down in Austin, Texas now. I know. I know. You posted long back. So how's Austin treating you? It's been good. I'm, I'm starting to kind of yeah. acclimate to it. You know, I miss Fort Worth, uh-huh. but it's... Uh, it's it's different, but it's beautiful, and I'm I'm really starting to dig it. Awesome, very nice, very nice. And uh, congratulations okay. to you. I know you've uh, you've been very busy lately. I'm I'm watching you on Instagram and Facebook, and it just it never stops. You've always got something creative going on. Thank you, thank you. Because you know, we all need to do something which keeps us excited every day. Otherwise, it's it's a 
monotonous life, right? I love that. Yeah, so, you're absolutely right. Yeah, keep it interesting. Thank you. I will. I will. <laughs> so you you kind of created a, a a little bit of a problem for me. It's a very small problem, and it's uh it's probably a hundred percent your fault. And I I I just wanted to discuss <laughs> that with you. Yeah, go ahead. We'll find a solution to your problem. Okay. And you know what? You're exactly the person for this problem. Um, I've, it's not a problem. It's a blessing. Um, (laughs) I'm just being ridiculous. But we've we've picked up some attention in India. And um, so I've I've got these uh, cities popping up. And I I wanted to give them a shout out like, hey, I see you. I see you listening to the show. Thank you. But I cannot cannot pronounce (laughs) the names of the cities. Cities, so I thought I, know. It, I thought it would be great to get you on the line, and and okay. then I I could try to pronounce these names, and then you can correct my my uh, awesome. ignorance. Yes, yes. <laughs> See, it's a new learning for you. It's new learning, right? Yes. If we get challenges, and maybe one, we get a chance to learn. Mm-hmm. And maybe one day I'll get to to travel to these cities and see what's going on over there. Awesome. That would be so great. <laughs> you should. <laughs> so, so I, I guess uh, the the first the the first name that comes up is in like movies and the media, and and, and so I know this name because I've I've heard it. Uh-huh. It's it's uh-huh. M- Mumbai. Yes, it's Mumbai. That one That's was easy. Perfect. I've got that one. Yes. And these are you got one mark. You uh-huh. got one score. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one out of four ain't bad. Um, so so. Uh, the, these are just the names of the cities that have popped up in the last seven days. Uh-huh. So, okay. okay, the next one is uh, Chandigarh. It's Chandigarh. Chandigarh. Yes. Did I say it right? Yes, Chandigarh. Uh, Chandigarh. So, I, I, are you recording it so that you can listen oh, yeah. to it later? Yeah, we're live. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, and then uh, the, the next one is Patna. Patna. Okay. Sounds yes, like you can call it Pat, but you can call it Patna, but uh, people won't understand. So it's Patna. Patna. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, and then the last one that we uh, had pop up this last uh, week was uh, Ranchi or Ranchi. 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 Yeah. Ranchi. Yes. Okay. Now, have you been to any of these cities? Uh, I've been to Chandigarh, yes. Uh, I did all the shopping for my wedding from Chandigarh. It's a beautiful, you won't believe it, it's the cleanest city in the entire country. The most cleanest, the most disciplined in terms of traffic. It's, it's a beautiful city. I've been, uh, I've not been to Patna, Ranchi. I've been to Mumbai many times. It's mm-hmm. of course the hot drop city, Bollywood. Uh, I've been there as well, yeah. Awesome. Well, that's I. I just I can't believe that we have these listeners from India, and I. I think it's all. Awesome. It's all thanks to me too, for sure. Yeah. It's, it's it's your doing. No, no, it's, it's so great. I I love because you know when you have glo- a global audience, it is always great to be connected. Sometimes we we try to restrict ourselves within our own boundaries, within our own communities. But I think there's more when you. Um, when you reach out to the global audience, For it sure. is always great, and it it deepens your understanding of life and culture. Just just to mm-hmm. branch out and visit these other countries, um, exactly. And I can't think of anything worse than, you know, you're born in one location and you just never leave. It's so awful. So <laughs> exactly, exactly. You got to get your passport. 
Me too. Thank you so much. I I appreciate you taking my call. And uh, let's, you know, next time I'm up in that area, let's get together. Let's do another recording. Of course, let's do it. And then uh, whenever you face any challenge in terms of any of the cities, you can just send me the name and I can uh, record and pronounce and send it back to you. That sounds like a plan. Yeah, let's do that. All right, right, Nitu. Thank you so much. We can't wait to have Nitu back on the show. It's going to be great. She's always doing something. And this is just an incredibly motivating individual that's all about helping people and educating people and, and, and just seeing people succeed. And I love that. I know you do too. Our guest today are the owners of Hawk Therapy. And this is the third time they have been on the show. I cannot get enough of these people. They're the best. I know you love them too. Let's give it up for Andrew and Jana Green. Thank you all for being here. Let's start the show. take all of the different like they go with a supply of stuff to yeah. just like chill because i i think for men like they're um or from what i know maybe just married andrew they do a lot of their best thinking in the bathroom yeah so you know they go in with their phones they read on the news they figure out what they want for dinner like oh, yeah they, i have a whole process yeah I, like, recently i was like what the i here i was thinking like okay you just go in and out and you're fine but knowing andrew he's like oh i'm gonna go to the bathroom and i'm we're, we're about to watch a movie or something yeah and it's like 20 minutes and i'm like what the fuck it's like i wonder if there's something going on but no the, he just his, he just thinks, are you okay in yeah there? there was one time like this was when we were first dating that i was like oh okay like i i checked in on it i was like is everything okay and he's like oh yeah i'm just reading i'm like oh okay yeah got it I got a I Wasn't got the squatty potty one year for a gift because I'd been oh we for, totally have one do you it's amazing okay that's yeah. that's probably why we're enlightened right yeah yeah no probably I was telling Andrew about how you take your time in the bathroom and and what that means you know it's not you don't have any tummy issues it's not like that yeah. like he just likes to read get caught up on current events mm-hmm. he I think I hear him listening to videos every so yeah. often I was like all right. All I will sit there because yeah. it, it's it's like the one best I, thinking. You're, you're probably a lot like me in the regard that you're just always going. You know, there's you you got something to do. You're always on the move. Mm-hmm. And then whenever you get a chance to just sit for a minute, you take advantage of it. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes I'll sit there until my legs go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Which might be more indicative of of my age, maybe I don't know. <laughs> But I will sit there. I would imagine so. I mean, you you lose circulation in your legs when you're seated in this like you know, concave Uh thing throne. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) the commode. But the squatty potty changed my life Mm. in in the way that, or in the sense that now, whenever I'm at a hotel or at someone's house and they don't have one, I'm like. Oh, how am I going to handle this? You're one of those. <laughs> how am I going to make it through this immediate judgment situation? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Like I, I, we got a squatty potty like two years ago, and we just have not gone back. It's not like a, for not a sponsor. Why? Yeah. yeah. Like oh no, yeah, we were. Yeah, <laughs> they they didn't give it to us or anything, yeah. but it's it's really it's really like a, a nice thing. It makes everything just go so much easier. And yeah. And the first time I tried one, I was like, okay, whatever, whatever. But then the 
like after using it for a while and then uh-huh. trying not to use it with one Dude, it's like oh. it's like how did i even do anything else <laughs> like you know like it, because i'm sure you know there was a time when you didn't use one so yeah. it's like what have i been doing with the last 20 some years of my life i what know the fuck i know yeah, I know. But it's, it's all right. But you know what? We are we are educated. Uh-huh, we are uh-huh. enlightened. Mm-hmm. And it's we are body. one with the universe squatty and body. our bodies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> opened up a new part of our brain. Ex- expanded version of self <laughs> through our squatty potty usage. <laughs> yeah, anything anything to be kind to our bodies, you know. And that's the perfect way to start the show. Yeah, talking about <laughs> our bathroom rituals. Good to see you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back. All How right. was the bathroom? It was very uh, enlightening. Yeah. And you did take there advantage of the squatty potty? I did take advantage of the squatty potty. <laughs> uh, Kim wanted to hang out on Saturday. Okay. Yeah. No, I texted you back and I said that was fine. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. So All right. we're good to go. We're, we made plans. Squatty potties have been used. Shout out to Kim. Yeah. Yes. Shout out to our girl, Kim. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh. oh no. There it hey. is. Oh, this is nice. It's too damn loud, though. Good oh Lord. Goodness. Turn that down. Okay. So exciting. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, uh, I want to start off by apologizing to people in advance. I've, at this point, I will have already apologized to the Fort Worth Roots listeners. But this morning, oh. whenever I was working on episode 31 with Lucas Peterson, mm-hmm. something terrible happened. I realized I could not find the audio recording from episode 31. Oh, no. I looked everywhere i had it on an sd card these little bitty oh. things that go in the back of the machine uh-huh. and i couldn't find it oh. i don't know what happened i have a workstation uh-huh. and i keep those little sd cards right here and one of them was just gone so i lost an entire episode all oh, i have no. is oh, the video shit. dude i i had like a micro panic attack for like two hours oh no yeah you should do one of those like bad lip reading things where you kind of like <laughs> Oh, overdub yeah. what you think each person is uh-huh, saying. Uh-huh. That would kind of be fun. I think that maybe, would be maybe as like a team thing. we could do that. Sure. Okay. Sometime. Yeah. <laughs> be yeah. Fun. Could be I, fun. I think we can read mouths. Lucas maybe. also suggested we do a uh, um, a drunk history episode. A drunk oh. history episode. You know, where we just get smashed and talk about history. Like okay. What, okay. What, whatever drunk topic. history. It's a good show. So I threw a curveball at him. I'm like, that's cool, but it's already been done. What if we did DMT history? DMT oh. history. I mean, that's another level, but, uh, you know. I feel like what would happen is we would all I think, think we're communicating to each other. And then if we, when we go back and look at it on camera, we're all just like looking up at this guy kind of foaming at the mouth. And nobody's yeah. saying anything. Nobody's saying anything. But like, we're all, we're all, we're all on the same page. Like oh in the moment. Gosh. Yeah. It would be like, at, at, in, in real time, it'd be like, we're having a conversation like this. And then oh, we look back brilliant. at the footage, footage and we're like, like, you know, man, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Or like he said, just like blankly staring at the ceiling, <laughs> did, trying to communicate with the the god aliens. Did you see that episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, where they're I on that cruise, and like they th- no, excuse me, they're they're at their high school reunion, okay, and they get so drunk that they think they're putting on this like power performance. Oh my god! <laughs> and like no. you know, there's like a good like three minute shot of where they're all just nailing the choreographs, <laughs> chore- where they're all na- nailing the choreographs, they're all singing so well. And then there's like this like power end, and then it like jumps away to what everybody else is seeing, and they're all just like moaning and just going ah, <laughs> and and just like doing like this whole thing. Oh my I god! I love that show, <laughs> um, but I can only watch maybe half an episode at a time because it's a bit much. 
Yeah, it's it's like it could be a little intense. It could be a little intense. Hold yeah. on, I'm gonna take off my earrings because this thing is kind of. Oh, good. Ooh. So, oh, we were talking about this, and Andrew had a really good idea. He's like, "Let's do a let's do a All subject right. this time," awesome. and I said, "Okay, cool." And then Jana could have a subject too. Yeah. And then maybe I'll have a subject. Cool. And then that way, there's like subjects. Sure, sure. So, mm-hmm. which subject should we go with first? Well, I think the one that we were, uh, the one that we had talked about was kind of the subject of how people kind of, you know, they go through the motions, they go through high school, they go through college, they get mm. their first job, and they wake up one morning and they're like, what am I doing? Right. Mm-hmm. And that'll, just the way we've all been socialized or conditioned or whatever it might be, we go through these motions because we think we're supposed to, mm-hmm. and we just wake up one morning and realize those were not the motions that were meant for me. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, mm. kind of like you had a direction and you chased it vigorously and then you got to the end of it and you're like, shit, I don't want to be here. It, it, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. it's, it's, or that, or I, I don't know if I want to be here, yeah. you know, like you put all this investment, time, effort, energy, blood, sweat, and tears to like finish something or do something. And then you get to that place of, okay, now <laughs> <laughs> test, <laughs> then you get to that place. <laughs> Uh, you get to that place of like I don't know what's next or I don't know what to do or I don't know how this is going to evolve Yeah, and I mean that's a it's a really real thing for so many I like I know that all of us at some point have experienced that mm-hmm. to where you know you think that your life is like okay going through the next thing and you go to school and then you you do this and you complete these responsibilities or what we think we're supposed to be doing yeah but you know you get out there and you're like oh shit now what like how do i obtain a job like how do i put myself out there how do i deal with rejection like mm-hmm. um yeah it's it, there's a lot of just so different what do you do? growing points shit <laughs> well i think <laughs> not the answer you want from me there so what do you do i think the best question to ask is what do you do first because there's yeah. a lot of things yeah. to do yeah but I think because we're a social species, uh-huh. we rely so much on the feedback of our friends, family, and society right. to really reinforce, hey, you're making the right decision. Mm-hmm. Most people won't say, oh, you're going to college. You're making the wrong choice. Most right. people won't say, oh, you want to become a stockbroker. You're making the wrong choice. Mm-hmm. Most people won't tell you that, but most people don't know you the way that you know you, yeah. mm-hmm. especially when you're 18 and you're not even all the way you to begin with mm-hmm. and you don't really even know what you want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I realize I'm, I'm regurgitating some things that you and I talked about off off air. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> um, I'm asking you to personally forgive me. For I forgive me. you. Okay. So 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 one of the... Hey, all right. All right. Oh. Okay. Uh, amends have been made. Amends have been made. Oh, wait, no, that's... Oh, no. 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 There it is. Oh. Okay. Terrific. Wow. Those are nice. It'd like be them. nicer I if I could remember which one was which. <laughs> Just put a little you like put a little label on it. I should. <laughs> this button is for when forgiveness is offered. Yeah. <laughs> or magical or yeah. yeah. One of the things that Jan and I bump into a lot, and we talk about this a lot, is we get these mm. patients there, you know, I'm thirty two, Jan is thirty. Mm. We we get all these patients that are 24, 26, 28, and they come to us and they say, you know, I, I, I made straight A's in high school and I went to college and I got my degree in business and I'm working for, uh, you know, insert major business company here. Right. And I'm realizing I'm not sure where I'm going. I don't feel happy and I don't know why. Mm-hmm. And as I'm talking to these people, I'm privately thinking in the back of my mind, your personality type just is not cut out for 
doing this hyper competitive dog eat dog, you know, mm-hmm. just cutthroat. Let me just make as much money as I can thing. I'm a greedy capitalist. I have no problem with people wanting to maximize their lives as much as they can, so long mm-hmm. as it's not at the expense of somebody else. But mm-hmm. I also realize that is not the path for everybody. Right. In fact, that's not the path for most people. Similar to how in high school, more people weren't popular than were. Mm-hmm. You know, being uber goober rich just isn't the thing that most people are cut out for. Mm-hmm. Never mind the fact that life isn't just about being rich. It's about your relationships. It's about Mm -hmm. your experiences. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of people on the other side of the spectrum that are in their 50s and 60s who are making two or $300,000 a year, and they're scratching their heads wondering why their wife and their kids hate them. So there's Mm -hmm. such this hyper overemphasis on make money, Mm -hmm. and there's never like a, but, but why? Why is that important? Yeah. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like, I mean, and me and Andrew have had several conversations about this. It's like, yeah, when you're in your dying bed and you're an old man and, you know, you've lived a wonderful life, you're not going to be reflecting back and saying, oh, yeah, like, I really hit it hard with that 401k or like, (laughs) I really made all that money. You know, you're not going to be thinking about that. You're going to be thinking about, you know, did I, was I invested or was, uh, were my motives pure? Were my motives for, for good reason? Did I, did I really, really, live the best life I could have lived and and maintain the relationships that I have like a lot of the reflection goes on you know not that I died or anything but um, <laughs> but like I would imagine that like at the end of a very long and fruitful life that you look back and it's not about the money that's really gonna make you feel like yeah so successful like that society that's telling us that you know you're the important things are you know what are the relationships that i have like did i was i aligned with my values for mm. the time that i've been here you know what i mean like did yeah. i ever did i ever you know put parts of myself away for the sake of pleasing others or what have you and we're just really surrounded by that so much like yeah. and it's, it's really hard to truly be able to be your own person mhm what do you mean by that? Well, I mean like, um, uh, okay, well, I have a very good friend who, God, I hope he doesn't hear this. I have a very good <laughs> friend who I would consider him far more intelligent than I. Okay. Um, his brother is a uh, software engineer, chemical engineer. His brother is, he went to Tufts. Like, yeah. you know, his uh, family's a great family. He went to, he got into Berkeley School of Music auditioning on just a snare drum. Like, he is that good at music he got into the best music school in the country auditioning on one piece of one one piece of percussion right yeah and i I saw his his interview i was totally blown away it's it's unreal you know fast forward to today and here's this poor guy who's trying to figure out well how do i how do i operate in this world because i'm just not able to live a uh, constructive life, you know, just doing what I'm best at. Right. The reality is, if he ditched everything and really poured every ounce of effort into how can I make money, how can I make a living off of this, he probably could. I mean, mm-hmm. he's a very intelligent young man. Mm-hmm. But but society won't let him. It's it's get a real mm-hmm. job. It's you know get a nine to five. You know, mm-hmm. do something whether you, whether you're passionate about it or not, whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. You, you got to make money so you can pay taxes and pay bills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this isn't what this kid is cut out to do. This kid is a creative genius. There's just not a lot of... Society hasn't created a lot of room for people like that. So what mm-hmm. What are the numbers? You're a numbers guy. What are the numbers of people that, whenever polled uh, percentage-wise, say that they are happy or not happy with their job? 
That's a good question. I don't know. I don't the need. Answer. I don't need you to nail it, but I. I think that most Americans. I think we're somewhere in the seventy plus percentile. Say that they either hate their job or wish they were doing something else. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. it's a very low uh, percentage of people here in in our society that enjoy what they're doing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's a it's a good topic to bring up because it's going to be relevant for a lot of people. Like sure. I, I don't Absolutely. think that there are as many people as as we would hope that are happy in the field that they're currently in, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and then you uh, bring something like COVID into the mix, where oh God, yeah. where it takes out all the sparkly, shiny things that make it a little more tolerable to mm-hmm. be in that kind of field, whatever the field may be, whether it's corporate or something else. Yeah. Um, but people are becoming more and more aware of like, is this aligned with my values? Is this, is this aligned with goals that I have for myself? Like people have defined, like people have had a very difficult time defining their worth through their productivity through yeah. like, Oh, mm-hmm. how much money am I making for somebody? Like mm-hmm. what's my status? Yeah. We're going to have a lifetime of documentaries based off of this little time period that we're going through. Oh, Just sure. the fascinating, yeah. uh, nuances of everything that occurred Mm -hmm. it's weird because you think COVID-19 bad right Mm -hmm. but there are even of course there's going to be a ton of bad stories that's the obvious part but the thing that surprises me is whenever I'm talking to these business owners that actually benefited Mm -hmm. not like they went out there and say they had a gas station and COVID hit so they drove the price up on gas not like Mm -hmm. that but I mean that there were certain unknown things that happened and then when they look back on it they go wow, that was actually healthy for my business. Sure. There's mm. so many weird things that happened during this little time period Yeah, that I think there's a limitless amount of information to be drawn from this on a social level. Mm. Well, what's mm. interesting is, I mean, as, as people like us who, you know, started our business in the midst of COVID, and we've talked about this, that, you know, there's... Th- and I, I, we, I, we might have brought this up on a on an earlier episode. The idea, the old idea of Londinium bread and circus. The idea that if you can keep the people fed and entertained, they're never going to rebel against how much they're being taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this, this is an idea that goes back two thousand two thousand twenty years. Yeah. So so you know what happened was we were. Um, I hope again. I hope our our former <laughs> doesn't. I just don't care. I, you know, so so you know we we you know we would you know we we worked where we used to work for several years. Yeah, and we would you know our jobs were extremely stressful. And we would come home and be like, hey, let's let's like let's go to Dave and Buster's and just like fuck off for a night. Light something on fire. <laughs> yeah, light something on fire. Let's go. Let's just go to South Congress and just get drunk and eat pizza. Like we would do things that like were totally fun. Yeah. Totally enjoyed it. Yeah. A wonderful time every time. Yeah. It wasn't until COVID that we realized, wow, a lot of that was to escape from the reality that we were in a really painful situation uh-huh. where just the life was getting sucked out of us. Mm-hmm. The best, healthiest, most productive years of our lives were being extracted by somebody else for their financial benefit. They didn't give a shit about us, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when we no longer had those distractions to blind ourselves from that reality, our reality really became intolerable, as it yeah. rightfully should have. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I couldn't have said it better right there. So was yeah. this March, April, May time frame? So around March, April, May is when we realized this, is, this isn't this is healthy. This isn't right. Mm-hmm. There's something about this that's not right. Yeah, yeah. And it's it really started to take a toll on us because, yeah. you know, I feel like when things were, what's the word? Uh, when things were um, 
predictable to some mm-hmm. degree like when things were predictable it's like oh okay like whatever like we just get through it whatever but once you throw uh, unpredictability and unknown into the mix like that's like i know for for me anyways like my anxiety was through the roof because i just never knew what the fuck was going to go on and i mean mind you we're also we were also planning a wedding during that time so that was really really hard on us because it's like there, there was just no time to sit with that discomfort or sit with those uh, with those hard feelings because we just had to keep going we just had to go into the next appointment the right. next appointment the next appointment yeah. it's no exhausting but, uh, can't get you, can't take your foot off the gas because mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, somebody, no because cause, cause if you do somebody's axe is going to come down on your neck yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so for people that are that are feeling that uh, existential crisis or that mm. uh, looming thing. They don't know if the path they took is is the right direction for them or mm-hmm. whatever we set out to discuss here. What what advice would you give them for step one? Mm-hmm. What do you do? Okay, excellent question. Probably the best question to ask. I encourage people rather than thinking, "What do I do next?" It's not about that. It's where do you wh- where are you trying to end up in the first place? Mm. Right. Because mm-hmm. if you don't have a destination in mind no direction is the right, right. direction you're just sure. you're just uh, you know same you're you're just playing whack-a-mole with yourself so if this is if this situation's not working out for me first thing i need to do is which situation would work out for me N- not even so much that i ask people what is the life you want for yourself mm. uh do you want to do you want to have a lot of dignity in the thing you do so that mm. you can f- you can identify with that job mm-hmm. is your job a means to an end because you want to travel and all of that mm-hmm. is it you don't is it a is 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 your um philosophy i want to want as little as possible so i can suffer as little as possible which which is a very buddhist taoist kind of mentality <laughs> there's that mentality has existed for far longer than the mentality that we're living under yeah right so i tell the story and and goodness gracious this is someone i hope is listening to this uh you know i had a friend in uh, college named mitchell selby and he was one of these kids that god bless him just not cut out to be a stockbroker shout out mitchell god bless him nicest kid Ooh. wonderful kid not a mean bone <laughs> his body um but he went to a private college with me and we all and you know privately thinking like what, what are you doing here so so you know he I, he didn't he wasn't remarkably successful in college yeah. so and i went to school in connecticut you know small snowy school and in, in, in a town no one's ever heard of so what did mitchell selby do he just said you know f this got up packed his bags moved to hawaii and now he teaches surf lessons in hawaii awesome I don't know how much money the kid makes. I don't think he gives a shit. I don't think it matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He surfs all day, one of the prettiest parts of the world. Mm-hmm. He ended up getting in tremendously great shape. He just always <laughs> looks extremely happy. Yeah. Here's mm-hmm. this dude, he just hangs out with like pretty people doing exercise all the time and doesn't have any <laughs> responsibilities that he himself did not choose to inherit. That's the dream. That's right the dream. There. That's mm-hmm. the dream. I'm so jealous of that kid. Yeah. <laughs> so beyond jealous. I would love to teach surf lessons in Hawaii. Yeah. Can you surf? I can, I can snowboard. Shit, yeah. maybe I should teach snowboard lessons in college. <laughs> There's probably a lot more competition. Yeah, but, but like you, you know, you go to, the, but the, you bring this up. You go to those resorts. You go to Colorado or Oregon mm-hmm. or whatever, and you talk to those to the lift people, to the trainer people. You know, they're not making a quarter million dollars a year, no. but they just mm-hmm. seem super chill and just relaxed yeah. and happy and yeah. 
you know, it's the point of life to be rich or to be happy, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, you're not here very long. No. So yeah, I think yeah. happy, right? Yeah. I, I, I would but I, I like, I like that idea though, to, to spend some time with yourself and reflect on like, what do I really want in life? Like what do, like no influence by anything else, no society influence, no influence by my parents or anybody else. Like, what is it that, you know, ultimately what, what makes you feel really good? Like, is it the friendships you have? Is it all these different things? And like, what are your values? What are your values and goals ultimately? And even writing out, like, even if you don't know what the ultimate goal is, if you have like a few goals, like for the next maybe a few months to a year, two years, 10 years, whatever, then have those down and, you know, weighing out like, okay, what is my job or what is my environment right now? Like, how does that serve for me to be able to meet these goals? Mm -hmm. And like, kind of, it's, yeah, kind of like a, a kind of putting it out on paper. Like I, I'm definitely a very visual learner. Yeah. Um. So I like to have everything kind of like laid out in front of me. So having something like that and then, putting out like writing out on 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 a sheet of paper or whatever like what what is my job like what how does it um how does it influence me how does it you know how does it make me feel alive how does it whatever you know what what are the things that i have to do and how to um how to meet those things and it's like is that aligned with my goals my values the things that are really important to me yeah if i'm working for a corporate you know company and they don't really give a fuck about me and i'm you know working my tail off and i'm thinking about customer experience and camaraderie and morale and all these things like yeah no i'm gonna be really fucking miserable because all their focus is on something else money or something else um oh come on oh Cody Halford from Abilene, Texas. Get Stop out of here, it. Cody. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Great job, me. Oh, <laughs> well, no. I should, probably should make sure my phone's Well, um, so that that's the move. You mm-hmm. you got to you gotta have a destination in mind if you're going to change your situation mm-hmm. because without a destination, mm-hmm. how are you going to plan for it? Right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. You know, and me and Andrew were talking about this before we pie-out out of here to Trace Amigos over yeah. here in Austin, Texas. <laughs> Trace Amigos. That was so good. Um. <laughs> but we we were talking about like the 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 way to keep yourself from becoming a slave to the system is mm. to limit the amount of money that you're putting out there because mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the the amount of money I'm making right now working for somebody I wouldn't have to make that much money if I didn't mm-hmm. have a fourteen hundred dollar a month apartment mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. or a eight hundred dollar a month car payment or mm-hmm. so on and so forth like mm-hmm. you don't need to spend that much money sure mm-hmm. but if you do and this is for anybody in any situation, any dollar amount that you make, mm. if you're maxing out your expendable income, mm-hmm. then what if Andrew pointed out you break a leg or you have a baby or something comes up? If you're already maxed out, then you're screwed. Right. Now you got to get in more debt mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. it doesn't even have to be a broken leg. It could be, uh, it, or it, it doesn't even have to be a, a one-time event. It could be, um, I want to go on this vacation. Well, you can't because you don't have the funds for it because you had mm. to have that brand new iPhone and that sure. Airbook Pro. Or yeah. Or Snowvid happens and you lose a week of income. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Now you can't pay off your, now you can't pay your rent that month. Yeah. yeah. Then you're in that hot water. That's so tough. Yeah. There's all these different factors at play. And, you know, something that I was thinking about when you were kind of starting to talk about that was like when you're thinking or, 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 
sitting with yourself around like, okay, what's the next step or how do I grow into the person that I'm really meant to be? There has to be room for discomfort. I feel like, I don't know if it's our environment or whatever, like all of us are deathly afraid of discomfort. It's like, oh my gosh, if I'm uncomfortable, like no, bad, no, like I, I, I need to avoid it like the plague. And I feel, and I've told clients this in the past and I know me and Andrew have talked about it where sometimes the anticipation of something mm-hmm. uncomfortable is just so much greater than mm-hmm. when it actually does happen. You know, yeah. like you, you go through experiences like that. It's like, Oh my God, what if this relationship ends? Oh no. And then it does. And you're like, yeah, this fucking hurts, but, but I'm okay. Like I know I'm going to be okay. Yeah. So it's like this, uh, this idea of like, I have to avoid this so much. And, but I, discomfort is part of growth like we have to experience that feeling and be comfortable with it and um have it as a visitor versus like pushing it away like <laughs> like don't get away let from it me. come and go don't yeah don't, like don't own it don't force it don't push it because i feel like that makes you just so much more exhausted and yeah. so much more um afraid of it well and y'all specialize in trauma too right mm-hmm. i mean whenever some when somebody does that whenever they take uh, a, a massively negative experience and they hold on to it, they can reform their entire purpose to life to, to that negative event. Absolutely. Mm. And I've, I've seen it happen where, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's very unfortunate and uh, it's not necessarily the, the individual's fault, mm-hmm. but uh, you gotta, you gotta have a way of moving through those things or mm-hmm. letting them move through you kind of, as you put yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Or not being afraid to grow and learn what that looks like. Because and also keep in mind, we, we are social learners. Yeah. Like we will see it from our parents. So if I have somebody in my life, that's always looking at their life with regret, mm-hmm. I am going to take that into myself and I'm going to start thinking that way. Yeah. And I'm going to actively do that. I see that with so many of my clients and you know, they, they normalize it because that's all they've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I mean there has to be a sense of like willingness to get even more uncomfortable with the uncom- the discomfort of it mm-hmm. <laughs> being uncomfortable with being discomfort <laughs> whatever being comfortable with being uncomfortable yeah it's a theme keeps coming yeah, up yeah yeah well, that's, that's well I, I tell everybody what's interesting is when you think back of all the bad things that have happened to you all the bad things that perhaps you've maybe done that you mm-hmm. feel bad about mm-hmm. at the end of the day you calling me up bro <laughs> I, I, I'm definitely not. But okay. this this Calling definitely comes out. back to how we all take everything personally, which yeah. is a separate yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But, but, but I remind people anytime we think about or talk about a thing that happened uh, that we don't want to talk about, mm. the reality is the thing you're trying to avoid is just the feeling of that thought. Mm. It's not the thought, it's not the action, it's not even what it means. It's just how sitting in that thought feels Mm -hmm. that is the thing all people are trying to avoid if everybody was perfectly tolerant of their own emotions anybody could literally work through literally anything yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it's just it's just that that feeling that you're trying to avoid it's not necessarily Mm -hmm. the the impact it's going to have it's just Mm -hmm. the emotional tie you have to it and the inability to process it correctly yeah yeah yeah, Yeah. exactly and just kind of while we're talking about trauma like even that experience impacts like our internal um balance with going through that experience we're like we we go through discomfort and then you know like we get frustrated with ourselves because it's like oh i didn't do it right and then this is where i start to shame myself and say god you're an idiot you know like or or whatever my my narrative is and so there's so many different like nuances to it where it's not just like 
being able to tolerate discomfort or, or or go through these the spectrums of emotion but it's also like what's my narrative also telling me whenever i i'm human and i make a mistake and i sometimes go the wrong direction and i start yeah. to feel whatever x y and z about something yeah i know so. it's really unhealthy but i i see people that are the opposite end of the spectrum uh, from what you're describing, what I call what you're describing is uh, extreme ownership, mm. or just mm-hmm. just really taking full ownership of the situation. Mm. Uh, you know, if if I'm late to work, it's not because my alarm didn't go off; it's because I didn't set two alarms. You know, mm-hmm. if I had a set two alarms, it wouldn't have mattered that the first one didn't go off. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't have an excuse for not being at work on time. Mm-hmm. That's a very simple example, but sure. I mean, anything that goes wrong somebody that is 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 more likely to own the situation is is going to figure out a way to reverse engineer that Mm -hmm. to come up with a way that they could have prevented it so that it doesn't happen again but in the process they end up beating themselves up Mm -hmm. but the the hyper uh opposite example of that is somebody that takes ownership for nothing and Mm -hmm. that kind of person is can't be in the same room as me i can't handle it you know oh sure yeah you run into these people uh unfortunately more times than not Hmm. that Uh just it's not my fault. No. Well, I I wouldn't have done that if you didn't do this. You know. Mm-hmm. Sure, the, sure. I just there's no there's no place for those people on my spaceship. Yeah. That, that goes to Mars. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there is a gro- But you got to find a you got to find a medium, right? <laughs> I per, I perceive Don't. there to be a growing swath of people who say mm. the world should bend to what I know is morally superior. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. Yeah. I, we I think we call that self righteous indignation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that fits. But but there's there there is this idea of people who say, I shouldn't have to do this. I shouldn't yeah. have to do this. I I can I, I think I can say this because I don't think I'm giving any information away here. When 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 Snowvid came, and people had to if you were living in an apartment, from what I understand, and somebody you know call me out on this if I'm apartment uh, reporting check. inaccurately. <laughs> I, I understand that if you lived in an apartment and your pipes froze, it. You were instructed to go down to your pool, get some water, and, and put it in your toilet, and that would that would help the toilet flush. Am I am I am I inaccurate so far? I don't know that they told people to go down to the pool. I did go down to the pool. <laughs> I, w- I, did. I don't think there was any real direction. There was, I think I was the first one. I didn't see anybody else doing this, but I went down there with jugs and I mm. filled them up. Good and then I you. walked back to the apartment, and then like the next time I went down there, there were other people coming out there with like bowls. There was none- and trying to walk. Back up ice covered oh, steps so, with poles of water. So there was, so we can agree there was a there was a general recognition, understanding that if you mm-hmm. did this, mm-hmm. you could have a literally a pot to shit in. Yeah. Right? Literally. <laughs> yeah. So so if I, your shitter pipe was <laughs> <laughs> But 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 we, we found a solution to this. Enough people mm-hmm. realized if I go down here, get water, if I walk downstairs and walk upstairs, it's wildly inconvenient. I shouldn't have to do this. And if I want to poop, I gotta do this because of Snowvid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there is um one person I was seeing in particular who was complaining about how their home just literally smelled like shit. They were literally shitting in buckets. They were, you know, literally this, literally that. And so I had (sighs) followed up with them the following week and I had said, client, it is my understanding that if you had just put water in your, you know, the, the thing behind your toilet, that that would allow the thing to flush. I'm just curious 
did you know that you could do that? Why, why did you continue shit in buckets? I shouldn't have to do that. Literally exactly what they said. Verbatim. I shouldn't have to do that. Well, then guess what? You get to smell shit for the next <laughs> three days, four <laughs> days, however long. And I had said to them, while I agree with you, you insisting that things ought to be a certain way, you know, you're, you're standing your, your arbitrarily moral high ground, and in the process... I mean, quite frankly, no one gives a shit. You're shitting in a bucket. Like you're I'm, pro- I'm a little disturbed you're, by it. But. You're, 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 well, I mean, like it, it's not like this person was proving a point to anybody. Yeah. This person yeah. wasn't going on a hunger strike to wrecking facilitate your own change. Home. Yeah. Hey, you're cutting off your nose to spite your face. Yeah. Wrecking your own home, and it's like for what? Mm. To feel more. So it, then you know what I did? I took a shit in a bucket. Huh? It's, it's like okay. Well, I, I'm you know I'm, I'm sad to hear you went out of your way to reinforce your own anger and your own power. Just just so that that person could tell the story later. Oh, you know? yeah. That's the only. I mean, what do you do with that? That's what you do. You have a story you can tell later. What is I? I, I not not you, but somebody had used the phrase the uh, narcissistic martyr. Mm-hmm. There's apparently four kinds of narcissists. I forget what three of them are, but one of them was the narcissistic martyr. The one that's like, look at what I'm having to deal with, what I'm sacrificing. Woe is me. Yeah, I could alleviate myself of suffering, but, you know, it's all, you know, and it, it, it's like, what do you, mm. you could suffer, you could also not suffer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in this particular person's uh, example, they could have spent less effort and energy not suffering. Mm-hmm. than letting themselves stink up their entire little home with their own fecal matter just so that they could sit there and say, woe was me, I shouldn't have to do this, now look what's happening to me. Damn. Mm-hmm. Whew. Well, I'm glad you're there to help this individual. I don't know how much I'm helping them, but it's really no different than standing out in the rain. You know, you're outside, it starts to rain, and you just look up and say, ugh, <laughs> these clothes aren't supposed to get wet. And you just stand there anyway. Mm. Yeah. It shouldn't be raining right now. The weather app didn't say it was going to rain. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it never says anything accurate, apparently. This is also true. So, Except yeah. for it boy, it nailed Snowmageddon. It knew that was coming. But I looked at that app and uh, read the descriptions, and I'm like, nah, there's no way. <laughs> this is Texas. And then it happened. Yeah. The that was really was strange. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when it, and I, I respect and I appreciate, like, Snowvid was horrible. A lot of people went through terrible, terrible things. Yeah. I don't want to diminish or minimize any of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm highlighting a situation where somebody chose to not make a bad situation yeah. less bad. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we uh, we all take a little bit from it. I'm going to be investing in a generator, um, personally, yeah, with yeah. some backup fuel, you for know. Sure. Um, not necessarily for anything other than just heat. I realized I didn't have the means to generate heat. I had all the cold weather sleeping bags, gear. I have a sleeping bag that I think is rated for negative 40. <laughs> oh, wow. Sure. I was good. Yeah. But I tell you what, man, that apartment, I think, got down to like 40 degrees. Oh, my but, God. But see, yeah. this is a great example of, okay, something happened. I'm going to do something about it so I don't suffer again. Yeah. Mm. We, we bought a little fire pit. so like I wasn't mad at anybody. I was mad at myself for not having a generator oh, or at least yeah. some emergency candles, you know? Like, I didn't even have that. Oh, man. That's so <laughs> tough. Yeah. It was, so some, it was definitely something that was just completely... I think a lot of us were just kind of in the dark about it, even though it was, yeah. But whether it's natural disasters <laughs> or living life and you go through the motions and things aren't working mm-hmm. out the way they should, I, I think at the end, the common theme here is I think without realizing it, too many people expect that the world is just going to fall into place for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they just do the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. 
whatever they think the bare minimum whatever they think the bare minimum is there's this expectation of things ought to just work out yeah. and when they don't or when they haven't yet there is like this state of like does not compute error error what do i do from here mm. yeah. and then people seek therapists and here we are having this here conversation yeah. yeah well yeah. thank god for that <laughs> <laughs> it's good job security yeah well, i feel bad because i think a lot of people I, I once had a client tell me i because i asked him what are you passionate about and ever since they told me this i've reframed the question forever but that was like that was literally a trigger question for them they were like i hate when people ask me what's my passion and I'm like, bro, do you, do you like, and it was a guy, do you see how angry you're getting by what I think most people would consider a rather innocuous, yeah. innocuous question? And right. What's your name? What do you mean, what's my name? What are you trying to do? Uh, what, what, what are you going to do with that information? <laughs> Who let you in here? <laughs> Why are you in my living room? <laughs> but, but, you know, I, I think um, it's a shame because we try as we might, I just think things were going so relatively well and easy enough for a long enough period of time where now when people have to do a little bit more for themselves and and I, I mean we're I think we're guilty of this well, too. Hold on, how do you reframe the question then? Well, how do you say it now? How do you say what now? Oh, the, the question uh, what, of what are you passionate, passionate about? Oh, what do you think makes you feel fulfilled? I use fulfillment oh, okay. rather than passion. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Cuz yeah. I you know, passion is a trigger word I guess Ooh, now. Yeah. But <laughs> fulfilled, I mean that's that's like a, oh, it's a gentler way. Of yeah, a cup know. is filled. Like yeah. you know, like a cup yeah. of, I couldn't do your job, man. <laughs> Seriously, is yeah, this this the, is what we're gonna the the on the spot <laughs> mental gymnastics? Oh, uh, I had a patient tell me that goals was a trigger word. That was fun. Yeah. Oh man. Ooh. I told yeah. them <laughs> language is everything. Right. Yeah, you I think I told them I wasn't. I wasn't gonna play that with them, and I never saw them again. Yeah. Mm. I mm -hmm. yeah. definitely didn't meet them where they were at, but where they were at is not where either of us needed to be but anyway mm -hmm. so so that's that's the it is interesting that it just people get so um just the just asking somebody what makes you feel what is your passion by virtue of the fact that so many things have happened where it is too painful to think about what i'm passionate about because mm -hmm. the reality is is when you trigger a thought that thought triggers two thoughts which trigger two more thoughts each right. Which, which trigger two more thoughts each. And a lot of people don't realize it, but in any given second, you have about 10,000 thoughts. Mm -hmm. Maybe two of them pass through your conscious awareness. Right. But the other 99 point whatever thousand are still cr creating a feeling and an experience. Yeah. So if I ask you what your passion is, and in that fraction of a second, you realize, well, if I answer that question, I'm going to be reminded of all the reasons why I've been told that my passion makes me a bad person. And if I think about that, I have to think about how much I hate my parents because they were the ones that taught me that, even though they also gave me opportunity and I mm. want to be thankful for that. There's these, there's this behemoth of cognitive processes and reconciliations that are trying to take place all at the same time that you just can't process because someone has asked you, what is your passion? And you can't give them an answer without it triggering 15 other things. Yeah. Do you think that humans created humans? Because what you just described kind of sounds like how a computer operates to me. And I think eventually we're going to get to a point where we develop the technology to rebuild a human. Mm. <laughs> sure, sure. It might. It does. Yeah. It sounds like <laughs> humans created humans. It's, it's, it's like at some point. Um, but like what you're talking about, it's, it's like watching a CPU get overloaded, right? Mm -hmm. Whenever I take some software and I put in some pictures 
onto a, a timeline so that I can edit the thing. It's like, okay, you see your CPU go up, your usage goes up a little bit, you hear the fan kick on, mm -hmm. and then I go to like preview it. So I press play. So now it's got to put it all together real quick and it's got to, and, and then woo, CPU goes up, the usage 80%, you hear that fan kick into a new gear. Sure. And it's just, sure. My computer sucks. But, sure. <laughs> but it's kind of the same thing with what you're talking about. You've got, all this information that just gets flooded all at once from from one word and and maybe that's a good example of what a trigger word is right mm -hmm. so i can i can see how that would uh affect somebody in a adverse way but uh, it's just strange what overloads some computers i guess i i regularly liken how the human brain works to how a computer works and i th i think your analogy fits fits perfectly yes i mean that's that's exactly right you know, when you, if you're, if you're, I mean, you're, you're, if you think of all of the things you know as installed software, uh -huh. and the reality is that sometimes we learn things that we think are true, but they're just not. You know, you're a worthless piece of shit, and you should feel awful about everything you do. Okay, I'll okay. leave. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm saying for people who are taught that by like their parents or society or whatever, you know, that is the root software upon which they're plugging in and right. updating, you know, their... That's your iOS. That's your iOS. Exactly. <laughs> but in a very... Keep in mind, dude, computers are operated on zeros and ones and humans are operated on Gs, Ts, Cs, and As. We're only twice as complex as a computer is. Are you rapping right now? <laughs> I might be. Okay. Wiki, wiki. <laughs> I do have a broken turntable. I can bring that in. <laughs> yeah, let's get it. But there's... um. But oh, there, I threw you off. That, that, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> but, but, but there's a... So, without deviating too far from the topic here, everything that is created by people is created in people's image. Mm -hmm. And there is no limit to what I mean by that. Everything that we create, we created in our own image. Even the things that we think were created in something else's image. Yeah. So... A tree creates things in its own image. A apple tree creates apples that fall to the ground and create new apple trees. This is just a fact of nature. Everything yeah. creates things that look like it. It's very egocentrical. Well, everything is egocentric. <laughs> if you are self-serving, if you are if you are sentient, you have developed an ego. Hmm. So not Luigi. I don't know if Luigi has an ego or not. Luigi, do you well, Luigi have, is sentient. Do you have an ego? I think Luigi oh, is sentient. down here by my He's feet. down there. I got a buddy. <laughs> But I, I, I remind everybody that if you did not have an ego, this is true, by the way. If you had no ego, here's what your day would look like. You would wake up, you would lay there, you would do literally nothing. Until you got hungry. Until you got hungry, in which case you would find the path of least resistance to <laughs> obtain sustenance. You would not warm up your Pop-Tart. You would not warm up your Pop-Tart, <laughs> not, if, not if just eating it, it in and of itself was would would keep you alive. Yeah. Mm. You know, warmth, comforts, those are those are uh, ails of ego. Mm -hmm. mm. And then you would get thirsty and you would find the path of least resistance to hydrate yourself and you would go back into your little spot and just dunk your head in the toilet, drink up some water, <laughs> go back to bed. So like Luigi. Well, Luigi needs like pets and stuff. He needs like attention. He needs affirmation. Oh, yeah. That's true. He yeah. needs to be reminded that he's loved and cared for, which rightfully or wrongfully is an ego thing. <laughs> right? That, 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 that tree in the yard doesn't give a shit if someone emotionally cares for it. It cares about sunlight and water. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, so, However. Like, <laughs> well, they have the studies about you say nice things to plants, they grow. Yeah, you read to plants and they grow. Yeah. Well, so what people don't realize is when they do those studies, there's the there's the group that you read to, and then there's the group that you're mean to. And the reality is, is when you're screaming and shouting at something, the bacteria in your mouth is falling into the plant area, 
And you have to wonder, am I introducing a new variable to this control oh. that is not being introduced to this? If I'm reading pleasant, I guess I can't say Dr. Seuss stories are pleasant anymore. Oh, trigger. If I'm, yeah, well, here oh, we go. Gotta, no. gotta X that out. If I'm reading Where the Sidewalk Is by Shel Silverstein, <laughs> right? And then over here I'm saying, I fucking hate, yeah, I'm saying very aggressive things. The people that study these things don't stop to consider when I'm like cussing at things that, again, mouth bacteria. Mm is getting in here where it's not getting in over here. Mm -hmm. We need a tighter control group. We do need a tighter control group. Also, if you're saying mean things to one plant and you're saying nice things to another plant, you're probably more likely to check on the nice plant and take care of it, right? Mm -hmm. The change might be happening with the one administering the test. Sure, sure. Could be some reverse shit Mm -hmm. going on there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Could be, yeah. The reality is, is... as somebody like me who who really loves hard science, I get that there is some... We haven't figured this out yet. I haven't. I don't say we. I personally haven't figured this out yet. Mm-hmm. But there is something to positive energy. I Once upon a time, I would have called that hippy-dippy bullshit. But like now I'm realizing there there is something to it. I don't know what it is yet. Mm-hmm. But I know it's a thing. I know it's quantifiable. I just don't yet know how to quantify it. Is it okay that... Maybe you can't quantify it. Would you still be okay with knowing that as long as, or it, do you need to find a point of being able to quantify it? That's a great question. What you're basically asking is, what you're basically describing is the difference between faith and facts. Yeah. I'm okay with not knowing what it is. I'm not. You mm. might die like that, though. I've been, uh, See, I've already yeah. reached my goal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool with, yeah, I don't know. Yeah? It's there. I just don't know what it is i mean I, <laughs> I, I i can i can tolerate the fact that i don't know what it is i can i can tolerate the fact what did they i forget who said it but they say uh doubt is uncomfortable but certainty is insane <laughs> and i can sit in the fact that i don't know even the things that i think are true i'm willing to put a asterisk by them and say but if new information tells me something different yeah. i'm open-minded to it new information has come to light man if new information <laughs> comes to light man like i'm 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 a, i'm a entertain it if it's <laughs> if it, if it holds water and fits you know all of the other precursing beliefs that that build up on it Mm -hmm. but agree so trace amigos was amazing thank you for taking me there (laughs) um what else uh there is an episode of the boys Season oh, one, right. episode one, and we are going to watch that. Y'all have HBO, right? We have yes, HBO. Or we do. Amazon Prime. I'm sorry. We have Amazon, Amazon Prime, Prime. We do. Okay, okay. Because I know y'all said <laughs> y'all said that y'all wanted to get your the rest of your day started at five. So we've got to start wrapping it up if we're going to get all that stuff done. No problem. I, we've really we've had a good Sunday so far. I know. Yeah, it's been nice. Mexican it's food. Nice. Luigi tried to eat me. I know, uh, and now he's <laughs> now he's keeping your feet warm. He, yes, he's my buddy. Yeah, he's everybody's buddy. Yeah, yeah he's, he's just don't wear a reflective vest or unpacked boxes. Yeah, he Re- hates reflective those orange vests. Or- oh, orange. it's gotta be orange. It's, yeah. it's cool with yellow. I, 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 I mean, he's not a fan of either, but I, I mean, just, he will really bark out at orange for whatever reason. Orange is a trigger. I thought dogs were coming. You would think. I think I it's so whatever too. whatever the hue of gray is that orange <laughs> yeah. creates. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I no, he's not about it, it. Have you thought about sending Luigi to see like a dog therapist? Actually, we got him trained by somebody who, before she retired and became a dog trainer, was a therapist. Mm. Uh, so the short answer to your question <laughs> is kind of. Yeah. <laughs> we need to we need to take him back just to but yeah, it's been it's been a couple of years. Yeah. He probably needs a refresher course. Mm-hmm. Does uh does Hawk Therapy have any kind of thing coming up? 
like I know that you guys are currently working on your schedule, so you're probably not sure taking on any extra projects, but are y'all planning yeah. a online thing or anything like that? We well, definitely want to start asked. having groups um in the foreseeable future mm-hmm. uh, as mm-hmm. restrictions get lifted. Well, yeah. make sure you let me know and yeah. sure we'll do an episode and That'd be awesome. Blast that out. But even if we're not doing an episode, you can always send me stuff on Instagram or Facebook and I'll reshare it. That's awesome. Actually, I, I steal people's stuff from Facebook. I haven't figured out how to share images on Instagram. Is that a thing? Uh, I, don't I think, think I think it is, but I don't know how to do it. I don't do think it. you can share on Instagram oh, the same you can? way you can share. Oh, typically, okay. now you can always like send me stuff directly, but t- typically I'll go on people's Facebook and like, steal it and put it on Instagram and then mm-hmm. use the filters and then throw it back at Facebook. <laughs> Nice. So, okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I think, no, I think, I, that's smart. Work smarter, not harder. It's it's, it's, it's promotion for you. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it for me. So, so sweet. Hopefully, it's okay. Yeah. No. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Take what you need. But we definitely want to have groups going. I mean, just this last year has really impacted so many people on a in a lot of different levels. Yeah. Existentially, like you know, as far as you know, what do I want to do? What's the next move? Um, dating for many people. Um, God bless them. It's been hard out there, but um, definitely want to start up groups. Um, maybe something that because I definitely wanted to place focus on like women's groups. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, as far as focus, potentially like, you know, checking in, talking about trauma, like being able to work through that, um, specifically with women. Um, but you know, it's, it's all still kind of being hashed out, but yeah. I'm excited. Cause I mean, I think that there is very much a deep desire for connection amongst many people here. So yeah. we, we, we definitely have a good three year plan to open up to groups and then mm-hmm. beyond groups to have like workshops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I get it. Everything's still kind of in the gray area. Yeah. Right? You don't want to pull yeah. the trigger on anything we're, right now. Yeah. We barely meet our, our, the people that we're sharing office space with. So yeah. it's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. We're, oh, we're, yeah. we're among <laughs> the, the uh, few uh, uh, therapists mm-hmm. that have, I guess a lot of therapists and, and good for them, you know, just, just did only teletherapy for the last however long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, there was a uh, therapist that we worked with in our office space that uh, gave up his office space because he just said, "I'm I'm, I'm going to do online therapy yeah. like indefinitely," mm-hmm. right. which good for him. I mean, the office space isn't you know cheap. God no, mm-hmm. it can't be. Yeah. yeah. So to save twelve hundred bucks a month, mm-hmm. just to, you know, he, he can see thirteen fewer people a month a week and yeah or a month rather, and still it, it still works out for him. Wow, mm-hmm. nuts. But, for sure. Uh, now I'm not mistaken. Uh, your uh, office is in B Cave. Yeah. Correct. Okay, so off of seventy one, or uh, six twenty, off, off of Mopac. It's mm-hmm. right by Victory Medical. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what major things are nearby. Uh, What's the crossroad? Mopac and what? Oh, uh, there, it's there, on Rollingwood or Rolling something Wood, like that. Yeah. yeah. It, it's okay. the it's the Westlake uh, Westlake Rollingwood exit mm-hmm. on Mopac. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's you know, it's a mile off Mopac or so. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. You need walk-ins. <laughs> we when oh god the thought of doing walk-ins just starts sending people it's to like, you. Whoo. They just walk in scratching. Hey. <laughs> hey. Oh no. I need help. 
Oh no, they would no. they would want to stay downstairs and, and yeah. go to medical if that's the case. Yeah, <laughs> they might get They're lost, awesome. right? Yeah, might yeah. might be a victory medical person kind of wandering in the wrong way. <laughs> oh, uh, well, it's, 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 it's pretty it's, easy to get around though. Okay. It's a, it's a cool place. It's so so where we work used to be a bank actually, mm-hmm. and so it's 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 ra- rather convenient because downstairs is the medical you know clinic, and then upstairs is the therapy. And and they're they're victory medical and hawk. Uh, and what's called the practice have have no affiliation with one another. We all mm-hmm. just share office space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but it's but it's cool. It's a really nice, comfortable space. It's very open, very inviting. So big cool tall place windows. to come hang out. We'll have to do an episode there sometime. Yeah, yeah. Check the place out. To, oh my gosh, you that's have a, to. That's an attractive area too. Very tree, lots of trees. Yeah, oh my Jana's, gosh, Jana's office is called the Treehouse Office. Because <laughs> got the trees. It's the well, best. It's, it's, I get to see the squirrels running around. <laughs> Just a, a tree started. So the way the building is is like her little section, you know, extends off the building a little mm-hmm. bit, and there's this tree that's growing kind of underneath it. So if you're in her office, looking out of the windows, it just you, you just feel like you are in a tree you know, cratered yeah. in a treehouse. If it's very com- it's very cozy. I'm all about warm, cozy spaces. So that is it's a really nice space to to hang out and to talk and all that good mm-hmm. stuff. So it's very inviting. Are you keeping the uh, the Hawk Therapy Facebook page up with all the clever quippy uh, yeah. memes? It's a sh- sadly well, no. So, <laughs> part of it is, I feel so badly saying this. We don't want to because we just don't have room for more people right now. We've been, we've remarkably did, uh, paused our marketing because yeah. it's like mm-hmm. we right now we are not able to tell more people we're out there. Yeah, we can't yeah. Take them well, on you anyway. know the people that are following your your uh, page right now, they're just checking in to see what you guys are up to so yeah. it's not necessarily a marketing thing yeah um, absolutely it, it, it can be a marketing thing whenever uh-huh. you're ready for it you can take some of those ads and you can okay this ad right here mm-hmm. let me put some money behind that mm-hmm. and then once people come on oh they post something every day yeah. or once a week or we something. definitely need to get back on that like i i know we both used to run the the account um and i forgot the password i changed phones and i just ah. never got back to it no procrastination <laughs> at its finest. that's okay still working on the balance but that's Listen, okay don't let me don't <laughs> let me add to your stress level there you've, you've had a busy weekend <laughs> well we've or a busy week right you yeah your sister my sister yeah. yeah well we're really excited because we've actually had a few random people reach out to, to us asking if we were hiring like other therapists yeah. other clinicians. very lovely yeah awesome. um, wow. and, and so there there is there is that huge orb opportunity for growth but like mm-hmm. i said we just have to wait for mm-hmm. well take your time man you're uh when i walked up today your landscaper was out front and we struck up a conversation and <laughs> he had a you know a pickup and just some very basic stuff and i, I said that's awesome are you doing this all by yourself he said, yep i've got two guys that join me on this day and that day whatever but sometimes there's nothing wrong with just kind of perfecting what you got right there you don't mm-hmm. have you don't have to blow up and take it Take it to the next level every week. Sometimes it's okay yeah. to just regroup and maintain what you got. Sometimes it's nice to that. be in it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You're so uh, right. Tell me the website, www.hawktherapyatx.com. Oh, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Can we do it again soon? 
we can do it again Absolutely. soon. In fact, whenever we do it next time, let's just plan on doing it uh, at the office all, yeah. all day at the office. It's an eight-hour special in the treehouse, Jana's treehouse, <laughs> Jana's treehouse. God, that hey, that could be the name of like the segment. Yeah, yeah. Jana's treehouse. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah, I feel like I could, we I could should have like stuff. squares, like carpet squares, different colored carpet squares. I don't. It feels oh my like god! Yeah, we do have different colored carpets. I mean, we could. We it could kind of gives me some kindergarten feels, exactly. but you know, yeah, Jana's treehouse sounds like. Probably the, the preschool yeah. or kindergarten. And every thing. so often you'll cry or something. Yeah. No, there's a lot of bright colors in your office. I can't there is. Wait to there cry. is. That's going to be great. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a very, very inviting place to. <laughs> To, mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a water feature that my mother-in-law got me. Uh-huh. So cute, and you know, it, you just hear that like pitter patter of the water nice. just kind of falling. Do you still have the post-it notes with the dots on them, reminding you to breathe? Um, I have one on my laptop, but okay. I, I've, I've definitely because normally I'm on, I'm on uh, Zoom calls or what have yeah. you, so I have it right there. And I'm like. all right well let's get out of here thank you guys for doing this thank you uh, we'll see you next time thank you fort worth roots awesome awesome all right see ya all right it's just the uh (laughs) what do they call it the um Another big thank you to Andrew and Jana Green. Their third recording with Fort Worth Roots. I love these guys. They're the best. We did go have lunch at some place called Trace Amigas, and that was really good. If uh, if this is your first time listening to the show, thank you for being here. If you are a longtime listener, thank you. Thank you for being here. You get two of those. You can find us on YouTube. We do have a YouTube channel, and I try to always shoot at least a semi-okay video whenever we're doing this. I mean, this is a podcast, and my attention is on the audio, but I do put out a camera, and I do record this stuff. So if you want to see our beautiful faces, you can go to YouTube and just search for Fort Worth Roots, and it'll pull right up. Yeah. Subscribe, man. What are you doing? If you're listening to this on whatever podcast player or you're watching it on YouTube, give us a like, subscribe to the channel, don't miss a thing, Um, wherever you are. Thank you for listening to the show. Every time you listen to even one episode, it shows up on our interactive map, and I love looking at that thing. That's why we called Need To, and I made sure that I was pronouncing these names somewhat right. Uh... (laughs) But wherever you are in this world, thank you for listening to the show. And if you ever want to send us a uh, MP3 format voicemail, you can just take your phone. You can make a recording. Questions, comments, concerns. You want to talk some crap to me. Whatever you want to do. Shoot it to media at fortworthroots.com. Of course, our website is www.fortworthroots.com. I was listening to these episodes. I'm like, I should be putting out some more info like at the end of the episode, in case people care. Right. Anyway, I'm glad you're here. Um, we're going to put out a new episode. Every week is the goal. Um, I, I'm a I'm a worker. I do lots of work. So sometimes I don't always hit that weekly mark, but it is my absolute mission to 100% try the best I can to get an episode every week out to you. Um, 
Yeah, that's it, man. I, again, appreciate you being here. If you got any questions, holler at me. And thank you for listening to the show. I will see you guys next week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. So I I got to get back into a room with you. We've got to do another recording. What have you had going on lately? Are are you putting out a new book anytime uh, soon? Uh, yeah, my book. I'm releasing the the book cover on my birthday, which is on 13th April. I was planning to actually release the book, my second book, but uh, the editor is taking some time. She has got uh, some challenges going on in her life. Uh-huh. So she needs two more months, I guess. Uh, so I, th- I thought it's better to postpone the the publishing. But what I'm going to do is I'm releasing the Audible version of my first book because, again, I, I've been receiving requests from most of the people for the Audible. Mm-hmm. So I'm releasing that this month. I'm releasing the cover page because this time I got a very different cover page. I got a photo shoot done. So I have my own picture on the cover page, a little, uh, uh, you know, a little unique. So I will be showcasing that, um, just trying to create some hype, you know. Okay, so Hollywood <laughs> So, so on the thirteenth, and that's that's awesome. Uh, on the thirteenth, they can go to Audible and pull up your audio of the uh, yes, your yes. first book. The first book, yes. And then I am also uh, what else am I doing? Yeah, lately I have started because earlier, if you know, I was more into uh, students, young adults, mm-hmm. for teaching them entrepreneurship and. Uh, helping them in public speaking and all the life skills. Mm-hmm. But I've been receiving requests again from adults uh, to do that kind of program. I was doing one-on-one sessions with few of the people, but then uh, that becomes a little expensive. You know, it's, it's a high-impact mentorship for them. Sure. So they wanted some. Um, so this year I've started doing webinars, um, free of cost. On, I've picked a topic I'll be doing every month. So my first webinar was on April 1st which was on the topic Communicate with Confidence. Okay. And it was mostly focused on the immigrants because there are so many my Indian community, they, they face challenges when they come to a new country in terms of uh, communication, right? Mm-hmm. Um, then, so I did a webinar on that. So next month again, so every month I'll be doing a webinar, um, a 90 minutes of massive value so that they can learn something and they can uh, adapt some practical tools in their life to learn those things. Okay, and where so, can people find your webinar? Um, they're always posted on my Facebook, my Instagram, my um, website, everywhere. And, um, and yeah, I, I'm giving the, you know, there's a complete presentation I do, and then the recorded version is available, uh, along with an ebook and some weekly progress worksheets for them, recommended books. So I've designed the whole, it took me three months, last three months I was working sincerely on that and finally I got it through so I'm ready for this whole year a commitment of say I would say 10 webinars I'm going to do this year okay well look text me all the links to this and I'll put it in the show notes for your uh, webinar your website whatever you want to send me uh, go ahead and text it to me and I'll put it in the show notes so that when people listen to this they can they can find that I will I will do that Perfect. Where are you going? It sounds like you're driving. 
I'll ask you for Paris. There is a place in Texas, Paris. Have you heard that? Yeah, Paris, Texas. Yeah, what are you doing there? Yeah. I, I got my vaccine second dose today. Oh, well, so, congratulations. Thank you. The last time when I posted I'm going to Paris for my vaccine and people started <laughs> sending me text messages. Are you crazy going to Paris to take vaccines? <laughs> and then it's Paris. <laughs> You're not cool unless you get your vaccine in Paris. <laughs> yeah, That's please. Crazy.